Yo, 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 what's going on? This is Jersey Drake. Hi, this is Rihanna. Hey, what's up? This is Ludacris. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. You're, you're rocking with the best. Promo Kings Radio Podcast with, with, with Trey Styles. This bongo bango, chilling with Trey Styles on Promo Kings Radio Podcast. Available on all major platforms. Y'all know how to make a dance track. I love dancing. I got a little dance for y'all. It's called a bang bang. Put your hands out, do the left thing. Go to the right, twist back, do the thing. Go ahead and do your solo, do your solo. One, two, one, two, one, two. It's your man, Trey Styles, your favorite promoter's favorite promoter. And I'm out here in the building. They came down to my city right now. I feel I'm super hyped. If you hear me getting it in like this, because it's Norfolk State homecoming. And I'm an alumni. And I got a super guest in the building. 
on Sunday night. You know what I'm saying? So I got my homeboy that took that couple of hours drive out here to Promo Kings Radio Podcast. But enough about my situation. It's about my man right here, Bongo Bango. What up? How you doing? How you doing? It's Bongo Bango in the building, a.k.a. Bango like a drummer. Bong, bong, bong. Follow me if you can. Follow me if you will. Follow me if you must. Shit, where you where you from? Before we get into every, before we get into all of that, where you from? I was born in Ghana, so I was born in Accra, Ghana. Came okay, to the US. big shout out to Ghana. One of my best friends is from Ghana. Yeah. I have to definitely put y'all together. All right, yeah. His that. name is Dr. Flicker. Okay, now, I mean he was out here, but he's from Ghana. But he then he moved to um L.A. To Cali, he's staying Cali right right now or whatever. Yeah, he definitely got a few records. We didn't travel, we didn't did a few different events together, but yeah, he's from Ghana. Yep, that's okay. crazy. You know what I mean? Shout out to I Gold definitely want to lock y'all in with each other and shit. Okay. So Ghana, then when did you move out here? When I was like six, I moved six. to the U.S. Okay, um, so you were still young, so you yeah. really didn't know you really didn't catch all the Ghana vibes out yeah, here. Yeah, I caught like a little bit of it. But I grew up in Woodbridge, Virginia. Shout out Woodbridge, DMV, Northern Virginia, Nova. Uh, that's where I grew up at. That's my hometown. Okay. So that's where I sort of reside at. I get in trouble, have fun, do business, get everything squared away there. So nah, uh, that's that's dope. Place. That's dope right there. Now, I mean, your first time in the 757? No, nah, I've been here uh, not as much as I would like to, but I've been here Okay. Uh, fraternity yeah. stuff. Um, okay, fine. you was a fraternity? Yeah. We are uh, university. Uh, James Madison University okay. is where I graduated right from. Right over there. Okay, yeah. that's in Williamsburg. Uh, Harrisonburg. Harrisonburg. Yeah. Where the fuck is Harrisonburg at? Well, I that's feel like, like I've seen James Madison traveling. It's without... like when you're going down to like Charlotte, you take like 81, 81 it's South. like you're going to Charlotte, North Carolina? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Like you going to Charlotte. Okay, yeah, I may I may have seen it going that in that direction and shit. So you went to college. What did you, what did you study? Computer major systems. Okay. Under the College of Business and a little minor in... Technical and scientific communication. So okay. I'm a nerd at heart, y'all. Yeah, I need you on some technical shit. We're going to work <laughs> it out. I need you on some technical shit. You know what I mean? Um, how did you get into music and hip-hop and everything, the culture? I think the culture kind of gravitated towards me through my friends uh, when I was younger. And I think the biggest thing, I remember still remember to this day, my first two albums that I bought. Oh, shit, you're going to, going to, that was a couple of questions coming up. So how did you, so who put you on, who introduced you to hip-hop? I think it was the music videos that put me on uh, primarily and just listening to the to my first two albums, but I think. It wasn't like no cousins and nobody, nah, like, I wasn't, you got to listen to, no friends, no nah, brothers, nobody. Said, I, was, I was an inquisitive little child, so. So you were trying to feel, but I mean, you had to hear somebody playing shit, parents, uncles. I think it started Where did you off, hear it at? Like, I think it started off, because my parents really didn't play records, so it started off with me liking the pop star, the icon, Mike Jackson, yeah. R.I.P. the GOAT. Um, started from there. He really was like my early inspiration. I tried to do the little thriller videos, smooth criminal videos, mm-hmm. tried to do the dances and everything. So when you get to hip-hop? Hip-hop, like I would say, is the, the album that I bought. I say Nas. Nas did it for me with um, I Can't. Okay. Yeah, that was a track. Okay, so that's when you started. Godson. How old was you on that album? That's crazy. You got me feeling old as a bitch. <laughs> you was a kid? How old was you? I was like middle school. I think middle school is when I oh, started yeah. gravitating towards. That's about right. More. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. You know what I mean? God said, I was definitely, if you was in middle school, you so you was in middle school when God said that album came yeah, out? Yeah, when it came out. Damn. Yeah. 
That's yeah, I'm old as a bitch to you, bro. That's crazy. Like I definitely was an adult when the Godson came out, bro. Yeah. I definitely now in '94 I was a kid. Now I mean when Nas first album came out, when Illmatic came out. Mm-hmm. Now I mean now that's when I was just getting to high school. Okay. When Illmatic came out. So imagine being in high school when Illmatic or Eyes on Me. Uh, ready to die. Y'all must have been rambunctious. Y'all must have been wild. That's the era, though. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Exactly. Like '94 to '98, I was yeah. in, a high, in high school. Mm-hmm. So that's the time that all of that music came out. That's crazy. '94 to '98. So time. imagine you imagine the soundtrack of everybody '94 to '98. Just being straight hustle music and just everybody '94 to '98. The whole soundtrack of everything they was listening to was Snoop Dogg, like. Chronic, like you talking about all of that shit. Nah, not not in '94. '94 would be like Red Man. '94 would be Method Man, Wu Tang, Nas, like that that pop. Um, Snoop, like that whole '94 era is crazy. Like of the music, probably the best music of all times came out probably '94 through '98. Yeah. Gotta be, you know what I mean? Like the best music of all times. That's the Mob Deep album. That's the anybody you want to say in '94 through '98. That's the I don't think Cam and them didn't come to like later 2000, but that's definitely Jay. Jay's definitely out. Reasonable Doubt is out. So, so would you say that's like the golden era? It, yeah, everybody yeah. said it gotta be. Yeah. When you sit and break it down, it gotta be, you know what I mean? Yeah. It gotta be the golden era right there. Um, so you got a hip hop bitch just influenced by the music you was hearing around you. Yeah, I mean, the music I was hearing about me, and then Lil Bow, Lil Romeo when I was younger, they played an influence. I remember buying those two albums. I wouldn't admit that, but he was a kid. He was a kid. I wouldn't say that. That definitely could have been my first album. Oh my god! So that was what you was, was ready to tell us? When I was in middle school. That was school. your first when album? I was in middle school. When I was in middle so, school. So which one, Bow Wow or Romeo? I don't know. Both of them crank. Both of them. Both of them. What? I'm trying, I'm trying to tell you. This is the first of my show, bro. Like, both of them crank, first. man. I was young, impressionable. Romeo, and... what record? I like to take up nothing away from Romeo. But I can see Bow, but Romeo can't fuck with Bow. Those two opposites, I like. I like the opposite. They was pragmatic, so I had to definitely. Uh, What's better? Enjoy both. Romeo or Bow? I'll say Bow. Bow got the of hits. Of course, there's no the way hits. you could have said Romeo over Bow. Bro. Yeah, Bow got the hits. God damn! So you were listening, and this was like you was in middle school too. Yeah, this was my middle school like era, and then <sighs> the first two albums I cop. What year were you in middle school? Uh, 2000, dang, I think 2000. That's crazy. You was in middle school in 2000? Yeah, because 96. God damn. What are you, 22? No, I'm 32. Damn, you was in school. That shit crazy, man. That shit's just, when you think about it, it seems impossible because we are 2022 right now, but that shit sounds crazy when somebody say it was in middle school in 2000. Yeah. But I guess uh, that's about right because I got to I got to no I graduated college in two thousand and four. Okay, yeah, let me see that shit. You ain't got no more baby shit in a vape. You ain't got no more shit. Got the menthol. You, you trying to? Oh, this ain't no no. no got um, the menthol. Ain't the, the herbal? No, nah, this ain't no herbal. Oh, this is oh, no, nah, nicotine. I'll pass. I'm a nicotine. I'll pass. I can't fuck with that shit, bro. If it ain't the green, get it out of here. <laughs>
Get out of here, man. I mean, so that was your first album. What was the album's cost right there? You probably spent like twenty dollars on that motherfucker. I did this and everything with the Walkman, put it in the everything, Walkman. Put nice CDs, with the headphones. Nah, you wasn't listening to Walkman in two thousand. Get the fuck out of here! This nigga's out here caffeine and shouting. Thought about it. Hell no. What? Man, oh, no, no. You trying to be on my I had a CD era? You walk, man. Nah, you wanted my era, man. I had the CD walk, man, man. In 2000? In the 2000s, yeah, the CD was the CD walk, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was with the old. headphones. But the first. First, you try to say tape. I can't let you nah, out. Nah, you never seen a tape, tape in your life. I'm not yeah, that old. Yeah, you never seen a tape in your life, bro. Know what I mean? Back though, look. Um, shit. What's the disconnect between the older. And newer artists, why do you think they don't collaborate on a lot of records together? I think the it's a legend status. So I think once you achieve a legend status, yeah, I think there comes a, a time where like they don't feel like reaching down as much as they as they should. And new artists is just gonna bring the fresher, more perspective. So you have the young cats, which is gonna like. So you think it's more of the older artists not fucking with the? Yeah, I think so because if they did more records with them. With the younger artists, I think it will generate more in the community. Mm -hmm. So if you have like LL Cool J reaching down doing a song with Kodak Black, yeah. you know that would that would be a dope collaboration, I think, because they both got a nice nice sound, nice little poppy sound to them both. Like stuff like that doesn't happen as much; it's not as common because LL is not going to reach out to Kodak to do a track. Facts, facts. It's not so, the legends. But, but it down. seemed like he he shit no more because, like you said, he's a legend. So he wouldn't be the one to reach down to COVID, but it would have to be a young one to have to reach out to the not, old. Not necessarily in a mentor relationship. Yeah. It's more important for the mentor to be a mentor. But nah, not in the hip hop. This music, man. But mentoring applies. That's one thing I know. That shit do not apply. Let me cut you it off. Tra right it transcends. This it's, shit is a cut. This is the most the cutthroat shit ever. You cannot never, if you come in there trying to think, do shit is on side to side. You will be sadly disappointed, it's, it's bro. It's the principle, though. This shit is a cutthroat shit. So these niggas is not worrying about how they pay, pay their bills. Each other ain't not worrying about how they pay their bills or whatever. That's true, but I mean... So they not gonna look at it on the aspect. They looking at it purely on how am I benefiting off of doing this record with this young person, this young person looking at how am I benefiting off of doing this record with this older person or whatever. Purity, or uh, what can I benefit off this shit? Know what I mean, so that's that's that vibe right there. But I really think it comes down to principle, though. Like yeah. you gotta apply. Like mentoring has to. It's it's natural, you mm -hmm. know. It's, it's natural relationship between a father, son, between you know, big brother, little brother. But the artist not and, looking like these motherfuckers. It's, it's, don't, it's not, but you gotta think that's about these, these young these young cats is coming in there with no guidance. So they not looking for a rapper to be their goddess. For one thing, they looking at them like they not on their level because now the younger person, younger artist is coming in. They coming in with their own back and their own money. What uh, older artists might have had to go through in his era or whatever, he got stolen from due to the labels and shit. Know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of different playing field. So a younger person already feel they more on and they not trying to listen to or hear anything because they like you don't have as much as I got. So why would I listen to you and shit? So that's really the disconnect or whatever. It goes off of but like that like one of them older eyes prime example, like meth do 
dudes, you know what I'm saying, power, you know what I mean, power or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now a younger artist would be like, yeah, I want to, because they know the popularity yeah, of it. Relatable so now. yeah, so so it ain't they not reaching out until they could benefit off the shit or whatever. You know what I mean, that's why they got to reach down though. Yeah, it's for them to reach. It's for they're them not to reach. gonna reach down just because you said off the beginning. Like if I'm a legend, why would I reach down? Because legends still got favorites, they bump. I know yeah, they, yeah. Their, their families and their daughters. They got sons. kids or whatever, yeah, they still bump, but they still, like you said, you're, these artists might have just got put on last week. This legend might have been in the game for 10 years. It don't care how much his daughter listened to it, I don't care. There's no way he's calling me like, yo, can I get a record with you? And you just came out on TikTok. Like, it's not going to happen, bro. That's right. Yeah, it's not going to happen like that. So it's like, it's fucked up on both ends because the young people ain't gonna really reach out to them, and the older people shouldn't even like the older artists shouldn't even have to feel like they need to reach out to younger artists. It definitely should be younger artists reach out to the older artists. Or whatever. Yeah, I, I feel you know like I, mean? I feel that. But but that's that's the thing. But what messes it up is that the younger artist comes in already more established than the older artists. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. So, so that's that's the shit that kind of throws it in the loop right there. So you're saying it's, it's like just the industry? It's the industry. The industry's it's fucked it. up, bro. This shit ain't nothing for the week, bro. And this shit, it will, will chop you up and eat you up, know what I mean? On all angles, because, like, everybody's... It's people that you didn't grow up with. It's people that pure investment, they might tell you that they like you and appreciate you, but they are in to get money, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is just a corporation. This is a billion-dollar industry, so all that shit, like, you know what I mean? They can see you, like, outside of that shit and not even say hi, bro. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's fucked up. So that's why most people keep their circles tight. The, the 10 or uh, 15 people you see them with all the time, it's the, same. the same people you're going to see them with all the time, bro, because outside of that shit, you can't. You can't really trust nobody. Yeah, you can't. Or you just can't want validation for this shit. You can't even care about the validation. Fuck the validation. Just do what you need to do and shit, and reach your goals and reach what you're trying to accomplish and shit. That's why it's Yeah, fuck all that shit, bro. I don't care. I'm up in here with a fucking life size of me and a fucking movie poster behind me because of what the fuck I put into this shit. Know what I mean? I put in massive <clears throat> amounts of my time and my life into this music industry. So at this point, I don't care who validates me. I'm going to give myself my own flowers every day. You know what I mean? I'm going to validate me every day because I'm all all I got to keep it going. If I stop or give up the whole anybody else that was going to, life was going to change, life goes back to being fucked up. You know what I mean? If I, just like if I win, everybody that's around me wins. You know what I mean? But those people once you get on, it's more uh, more pressure. Just like if you're an NBA player and you're playing ball and you're getting this big-ass NBA check, you break your fucking leg and you got no back. So everybody that you took care of, everybody's houses, everything you bought, now you got to, like, damn, all of them about to lose this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the machine. Once you you the, the machine, machine, yeah, you the one that, the, 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 bre- the breadwinner. When they say the breadwinner, when you get into this shit, you become the breadwinner because now everybody's gonna be depending on you to help them out. Know what I mean? mm-hmm. So that shit it becomes real depressing. Real depressing if you think that it's love. If people supposed to love you out here, you know what I mean? Shit is real ill, bro. Know what I mean? What's your five year goal in this music industry? 
My father goal for real is to have fun. We live, live, bang, bang. It's to have fun with it. Um, I plan on seeing myself on tour. Plan on working with big artists. Dope, dope. Um, I really plan on taking the fruits to labor and going to other little businesses because I'm an entrepreneur at heart, y'all. Okay, everybody know this. What you do I tell us about some your shit. I got a comic called the Black Sheep Comic. I want to push with that. Yeah, I want to talk with you in that. That's that's dope. Yeah. What else? Photography. So I do photography. Okay. Um, that's another little passion of mine. I also do uh, uh writing, so I'm a free write. Okay. So I can do uh, free writing and stuff like okay. that well too. Okay. Yeah, so over the years I've had a bunch of business. I used to do a podcast oh, back, oh. back in like 2014, 15. I did it for like six years off and on. Yeah, time it was a time bit for this shit. It was a time yeah, for it. Was it. Time for it, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, my biggest influence. I started Drake Champ started six years before me. Now, I mean, we all started like in the 20, think like 2016, 2017 type. Yeah. That's when it started becoming. I did it once my shit started doing pandemic, like doing pandemic podcast, my podcast started. Okay. Because it was the best time. No other time before it would have been the better time because now everybody forced in the house. Everybody stuck. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I couldn't get money outside of the house or mm-hmm. whatever. I was done. I was stuck. Everything was shut down. So, this was the biggest thing that I could think of about me being part of the culture for so long and having the relationships that I have throughout the years that I could be able to, to, to and people could kind of really fill me out and be like, yeah, this nigga is legit. He ain't no scam. Like, mm-hmm. this nigga real dude. Like, people know me. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, my words, somebody might know me, they know me, they can verify, like, nah, he that dude. You know what I mean? So, I was like, this shit perfect. I would have did it if I didn't have none of those other accolades or whatever that really carry me or whatever. So now this shit pay everything, know what I mean? Because it's about, you know what I mean? A lot of people go in thinking about this talking and showing or whatever. Nah, this shit a business. Like, you want to go in, if you're doing this shit, is what about the sponsors? What about the ads? How I'm going to eat? Like, this shit got to become a business. And I built this shit on being a business before I thought about anything else with this shit, know what I mean? So that's why it's doing like during pandemic, I was shooting out like three or four interviews in a day. I'm like damn near two thousand interviews right now. Sheesh. Interviews. Sheesh. That's a lot. Interviews, bro. My gosh. You know how much talking you gotta do to do that? <laughs> Fucking that's a lot of talking. That's a lot of people. It's yeah. a lot of artists. That's a lot of music. I got massive content, bro. That's dope. Like, when I'm going, my content a little, my daughter should be good the rest of her life, you know what I mean? Because once this shit is on platforms and that shit is so much content, yo, it's it's, it's about to be crazy and shit. Um, shit, what's the first thing you're going to do with your, so you you already said five things, or you yeah, said three? My, my five-year goal. So yeah. I said, uh, I said my uh, three entrepreneurial goals. Yeah, you said three that I used to do, and then my five-year plan. So, so that's your five year plan and the three in the in the um in your goals right there. Yeah, and plan on like just streamlining my businesses. So I'm a businessman at heart. Like Daisy said, I'm not a business. Nah, that's what you got. Business. That's what we just finished talking about. Let me handle my business. Damn, I love that line. But yeah, that's ill. So you definitely want to just um, but that's smart because that's what funds your dreams. Exactly. If you don't have nothing to fund your dream, it's gonna be like a harder process getting where you need to get. 
What's the first thing you're going to buy with your first big check? Man, the first big check, I got to take care of mom and dad, yo. Facts. You know, I know a lot of people ain't blessed to have their mom and dad in the world. Uh, I got mine, and I definitely did dope with my bullshit. It dealt with mine. Yeah. With my dark times, good times, bad times, and everything. So, definitely splurge on them. But then I get myself a hot pink Lambo. The hot pink Lambo? Hot pink Lambo. Cam will hit you up. Like, why you... Can't be alright. Can't be like, like Jack of my style. Or can't something. be alright. He'll be alright. Like, he'll be like people buy Lambos every day, B. <laughs> you know what you doing, B? People buy Lambos and people buy different other color Lambos every day, B. <laughs> no, I mean, you gotta get the hot pink and hot shit. Hot pink Lambo. Yo. Okay, that's, that's what's up, bro. Um, do you what do you like and what do you dislike about this hip hop industry? Man, I just love being creative, first of all. So I just love getting my creative juices out flowing. Mm-hmm. It's a network. It's like a brotherhood, sisterhood where you meet Facts. people. And it's like uh it's like going like I go to the studio in Fredericksburg, shout out Spitting Game Lounge. Um uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Yeah. Big shout outs to them. Yeah, that's where I record a lot of my tracks at. And just cooking up studios up in Laurel Merlin. Um, but I just love the network of it. It's the brotherhood of it and the Going in there, meeting up with people, making tracks. You never know mm-hmm. what the adventure's going to be at the studio. So I love that part of it. Mm-hmm. What I dislike, though, is the unprofessionalism. Because a lot of people in the industry don't understand business. And I come from a business background. Just me just being younger, mm-hmm. selling candy when I was younger, to like selling mm-hmm. t-shirt design, mm-hmm. doing that, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel like a lot of the unprofessionalism and like, People just don't have that couth. They don't have that. Yeah. They don't. They, don't, they that, don't even know to to have it. Like, yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't know. know. They don't know to get that. Die. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, died on the big boy camera. <laughs> oh yeah, died on the big boy shit. Pull out the film camera. You know how to shoot a film, dude. I don't know. All the motherfuckers got all kinds of shit. He said, pull out a film camera. He said that shit professional is a bitch. Pull out the film camera. Pull out the film camera. I don't even know what that shit is. What the fuck is a film camera? DSLR? Nah, this is an old school. Oh, like, my God. oh nah, put that shit back. <laughs> he talking about the shit. He got to goddamn go in the. You got to um, wind up a little bit. And you got to go in the screening room. And yep. get, come on, bro. It's a classic. It's vintage. That nigga pulled out the goddamn secret agent man camera. Yep. Secret agent man. Boom, boom, boom. boom. <laughs> Who produced the big tippers in the first on um, my first one shit? So that was uh just cooking up. So he produced that. That's Justin Vasquez, my frat brother from um, Morgan State. Mm-hmm. AI got a studio and hit factory DMV. Unfortunately, it burned down. Electrical problems. Mm. Um, but he produced that. He made the beats. He produced it. That it has some finishing touches by a uh, PZ. AP, other engineer out of Spinning Gang, he owns that studio. Get you right. He did the, yeah, he did the ad libs, the suit and tie on the saga, and all the little oh, ad libs. Okay. He did the ad libs on that. <clears throat> oh, I thought that was you doing that shit. Nah, that was him doing. That. I told him to add the sauce on that, so he added his sauce on that. And then ah. I got um, Daddy Dank did the final mastering out of Baltimore, Maryland. Big he shout did. outs to them. Yeah, so it was intricate for big tippers. For first one, that was all. So what's that? The strip club record? Yeah, Big Tip was a strip club record. I got that play. So I was teasing out last year during the pandemic. I was like, you know what? Let me take this music thing seriously. So I took it seriously. 
Then I went down to Atlanta. And I was like, all right, let me yeah, get my. Atlanta, so I'm always out there. Hey. Yeah. It's like yeah. a music hubbub. So yeah, it's like. Yeah, at the eight. Just the, the vibe is like that and shit. Bro. Yeah, it's different down there. It's, they, they really do rock with you. But then I went down there and I was like, all right, let me get my let me get my track played at Magic City. So slipped the DJ some money, DJ out of space. Mm-hmm. He played it. I walked around, looked around. The strippers were still dancing. So I was like, I might have something. People were still nodding their heads. I'd be in the gentleman's club of Atlanta, uh, of Atlanta. My uh my dude, a couple of my artists that was on my show be out there and shit. I gotta go back out there and check them and shit. Okay. Oh, Alright. Shout out to Mo right there. Hold my shit, Mo. All right, a little couple of joints. Appreciate you, Mo. Bongo Bango, Mo in the building. Yeah, super cameraman and shit. All right, you already know what it is, dog. Super artist and shit. He gonna be performing this Wednesday night. We gonna be at Ocean's Eleven. You know the vibe. Early Wednesday, early, early, early Wednesday. Talk that shit. See, I got a team around me. Yeah, every Wednesday night, showcasing all the artists from all over the world and shit. He from all the way from Woodbridge, Virginia. He traveled out here, traveling back Wednesday. Big Halloween party going on October the 26th. It's going to sell out. Get your tickets. You know the vibes and shit. Sell out right? quick, y'all. Um, how important is having a good relationship? So you say the producers did both the, the one in... Um, yeah, Justin, Jessica came and, up. And back in... in, in um, uh, Frederick. No, nah, so Maryland producer is Justin Vasquez. Uh, and that's a just cooking up. Big Tipper. Big yeah, Tipper. he did Big Tippers. He did the beat. Okay. Yeah, and he did a beat for uh first one. Okay. Um, and he produced that one with him. So I went in there, I told him, yo, I need a tiger type of song because tiger makes hits, he makes club hits. Okay. And I was like, I need a tiger type of beat. He put that on. And I was like, oh, this is it. I want something that was gonna be like TikTok. You had already rolled it out? Nah, I do most of my stuff is off the head. Yeah, most of my stuff is like 80, 80 to 90 percent freestyle. So freestyle and then we chop it up, we mix and engineer it. Mix and match and make so it sound. So you never write? No, I, I started writing more recently. Like, okay, this yeah, year. yeah. I go get that concept. Yeah, writing, exactly. Sometimes help you get the concept. Of yeah, shit, huh? it does. And first one, who wrote, who did that? Uh, first one, uh, just cooking up did that B two and produced that one as well. And they was both in in, in Lower, you know, that was in Lower Maryland. In Maryland, Lower yeah. Maryland. I've been out, I've been out there and shit. Yeah. Big shout out to all my Maryland, my B more people, everybody out there and shit. Um, how important is having a good relationship with a producer? Oh, it's key, man. You got to make sure you tip him, number one. Number two, you got to make sure Yeah, that- this is motherfucking tips. He got good <laughs> studio fucking etiquette. He's, you tipping the producers on Yeah, you got you to- Oh, just hit this motherfucker. You got to tip hit him, Hit this yo. motherfucking shit. He going to give you social media. on time. This motherfucker is tipping you motherfuckers. Nah, he's not holding off on the on the studio money like, nah, I ain't got it and shit. Know what I mean? Uh-huh. Let me let me call my baby mama, see if she can bring me, <laughs> see if she can bring me some studio money and shit to pay you off. Nah, this motherfucker tipping. Yeah, Big yeah. shout outs to that. But when you get into tipping the um 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 studio producers and shit. Right, something I learned throughout business is, is um like when you go to a hotel, you leave a couple of dollars when you leave on the bed for the maid, Man, clean the room, good you shit. Two three dollars. I learned that. I kind of learned that through business. Good just, shit, just bro. Just doing my nine-to-five job, doing cybersecurity. Um, and I kind of just learned that, like, just naturally. Like, people people appreciate that. Nah, that's you, the, and people that's understand the, that. People understand that thought. They kind of thought with that. Because you, you don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. So your producers in your studio, what makes a good producer to you? I think what makes a good producer is, is the relationship. So I feel like what's more important is that, like, 
y'all got some type of connection. And then number one, that's going to smooth things out. Number two, they know what they're doing. So every producer got their own different sauce. So I like to call it like every producer mm-hmm. like I work with add their own sauce to the stuff. Yeah, they have special sauce. Yeah, them. and the sauce is key. So every producer got a little sauce style that I like. That's dope. Yeah. That makes them unique and shit. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you gotta have the sauce and shit to make that shit. What's your vibe in the studio? Oh, if it, 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 it ranges. So usually I'm I'm hype. I'm ready to go. Usually when I hear a beat, I just want to go ahead and just rap spaz on it. Yeah, spaz off on it. Usually I get a concept. I might I might write like the first stanza, stanza or two, and then freestyle the rest, or I might freestyle the whole thing, and then go back and chop it up um, and see where it goes. But I like to think of myself in the studio. Um, if I'm in the booth getting recorded, then I'm in my element. And then mm-hmm. sometimes I just sit down and record myself um, in Fredericksburg at Spinning Game Lounge. Mm-hmm. He lets me do that, just come in and just sit down and record myself. And that's also another different vibe to, to it, too. But I like standing up. I like getting I can't into wait it. to see you perform, bro. Like yeah. I said, I can't wait to see you perform, bro. I can't wait to see that shit, bro. So you go to the studio, you got... you. You can't really drink, but you, uh, but you probably puff the little, puff the little magic dragon and shit. <laughs> now nah, I mean, coming in and get busy and shit. Well, if y'all say that, we got a little surprise. Cannabis, okay. See how my guy plugs my shit right here. <laughs> you see how he plugs my shit right here. Every Thursday, so I'm working. I'm Wednesday, Ocean's Eleven. He gonna come perform, and then on Thursday, all my smokers, y'all come pull up at me in the cannabis out. You already know the vibe, bro. I appreciate that, bro. Like that's what pull that shit out. Like you thought it was over, but look at this. <laughs> <laughs> There's more. There's more. So, uh, do you like performing or recording more? I haven't had my first performance yet, so okay, say less. Say less. Yeah. We'll talk about we'll talk about this shit after you did yeah. performance. So what's the relief thing? That's yeah. your first shit. Yeah, it'll be the first one. I got another one set. What? Like, man, man, I'll be your first performance. Yeah, oh, this Wednesday bro. will be the first one, and then I got another one. Oh, we lit. Your first performance too? Nah, oh, he said, Nah, I fucking do this shit. Don't that, get this. Don't get this camera that, shit twisted. I'm not I'm in this shit, but, I, but I've been in entertainment though. Like I've been acting, I've, I've done public speeches, I've been in plays, I've done dance shows, so like that. So I've been in the in the art element of mm-hmm. entertainment and performing. Mm-hmm. I've just never had my first musical performance. Nah, we about to set that up. That's the whole purpose of Promo Kings to give everybody that opportunity and shit. And we taking over every shit. I said that shit. Somebody fucking challenged me out here. I said that shit. Who coming at me? Nobody. You know what I mean? Cause you already know what I fucking do. While y'all sleeping, I'm going ham out here, and I stay going ham. And y'all already know, y'all know the vibes, promo kings, man. Promo kings versus whatever I got a versus. Now I mean that that way. You know what I mean? Um, what's some advice you could give to upcoming artists, upcoming recording artists that can help them? Oh, the best advice that I got that I heard was work with the best producer in the area, work with the best uh, videographer in the area, work with the best engineer in the area. Basically, work with the best people in the area, the best artists in the area. Mm-hmm. And that's going to cultivate you, and you're going to meet people, you're going to meet, the whole network's going to expand. That's what I really recommend. And know, know the business. like Know the business. Know the business and have some business acumen. Yeah, learn how to and have some people around you that know the business. Exactly. <clears throat> that's, the, that's the key. 
that people always fail to realize. I don't care how much you might read or 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 or, or listen to this shit online or do this. If you don't have nobody around you that has experience in this music world, mm-hmm. you're gonna stumble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, everybody need to have an OG that at least knows somewhat and is it and like that's a gem. I'm now accepting OG. I'm now accepting the OG goddamn um title. Title and shit. Cause I feel like fuck it, yo, keep on calling me this shit anyway. You know what I mean? So I'm the I'm I'm the young OG and shit. You know what I mean? Call me the young OG, you know what I mean? Big shout outs to Fab. That's what I'm carrying right now. Young OG and shit. You know what I mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, what can fans expect the album, EP, mixtape? Oh yeah, the EP's drop is it's called The Gave the Wrong Nigga Money. Oh, they got the What's cover. The um tentatively right now. I think I might do before London. Before I leave the States, I'm just gonna drop a tape and just leave the country. You know what? Fuck that. Do it after. Come back and do the album release party out here. Okay. I'm All down right. for that. I'm down for that. Do the album release party. Like we'll talk off offline, but that's what I'm about to get into a lot. Doing the album release parties and shit. So fuck okay. with me, fuck with me on that shit. So we looking at it sometime definitely before uh December. Yeah, definitely before December. Okay, that's dope. Give shout outs, book it, man. You know what I mean? To these people who can get at you. Uh, bongo bango info at gmail.com. There you got contact on my team or manager. Um, Instagram is at bango like a drum. Bong, 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 bong. A N G O like a drum. Uh, my old one got hacked. Dapper Bang got hacked. Uh, it's another story. I'm going to hack him back. Don't worry. Damn. <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, I need this motherfucker. You see, that's the type of talk. If you ain't got friends that's talking like that, get new friends. One motherfucker say, yo, the motherfuckers hack me. I'm going to hack him back. I need to know what he knows. <laughs> Facts. That, yeah, shit, that shit got there, man. We get hyped and shit. Like, you about to fight. Yeah, motherfucker, I hack you back. <laughs> motherfucker, you got hacking this motherfucker. I got, like, like motherfuckers got to shoot you. I got a hacker. You got shooters that got hackers. What the fuck? Is this? Nah, you don't want that. You turn your fucking goddamn mortgage payments off out this motherfucker. <laughs> so niggas be living in fucking uh, niggas to turn your lights off and shit. Ooh, um, fucking destroy your car. You better cut it out, motherfucker. <laughs> My motherfucker might turn your Tesla off. Act like this shit, know what I mean? Middle of the highway. Act like this shit, know what I mean? My cats no shit out here, B. Know what I mean? Nah, they stop playing before they send the feds. <laughs> Be like, where the motherfucking ass and shit? The motherfuckers got a buzz. They got a some kind of way call me and shit. This shit Fort Knox. So they, they ain't got my office number. Sorry for them. They gotta wait till I come out this bitch and shit. Um, you see the guy Bongo Bango now? That nigga in LA and shit. <laughs> I'm in Ghana, just cooling the hut. Motherfucking Ghana. Go see him in Ghana and shit, bro. So. They got all your social media. You got the booking information. And you got to tap in with my man, Bongo Bango, man. He got the heat out here. He rocking with Promo Kings. And I really appreciate him. Took that drive. Like, I told these motherfuckers we'll get a hotel. The motherfuckers sound like they ready to take a drive back. But <laughs> that's on them motherfuckers. I'm going to be chilling this bitch editing the show and shit. So if these niggas need a hotel, you know I'm going to make them right and shit. Now I mean, out here. So, um, you know the vibes. It's your man, Trey Styles. Yo, we about to sign off. I appreciate the homie coming through. Big shout out to my homie Mo. Big shout I'm out see, to you. I'ma see all my listeners. You know what I'm saying? If y'all rock with me, if y'all in the VA area, pull up on me this Wednesday night at Ocean's Eleven. 
We tearing down the stage. Damn, so many talented artists coming Damn, from all son. over. It's your man Trey Styles. Big shout out to Locked Up Rapunzel. Promo, Promo Kings. Kings Radio Podcast. We signing out this bitch. What up, Confusion? Peace. What up? It's your boy DJ EFM, one half of the Drink Champs, Crazy Hill Productions, and all that. And right now, you rock with my boy Trey Styles on Promo Kings Radio Podcast on iHeartRadio and all major platforms. Let's go. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, this is Cypher Sounds, Hot 97, New York City, Rock Nation, and a whole bunch of other titles that I could give myself to make me sound more important. But it's not about me right now. It's about Trey Styles. That's who I'm rocking with on that Promo Kings radio podcast. Okay? You hear me? It's on iHeartRadio and all major platforms. So make sure you're listening and rocking with Trey Styles, that Promo Kings radio podcast. Cypher Sounds, and I'm out. Some people know me. Some people are like, who the hell is this doing this drop? Well, I'm somebody to somebody. So shut up. Check out Promo King Radio Podcast, hosted by Trey Styles on iHeartRadio. Promo King Podcast will give you the hottest music, industry interviews, and music from artists all over the world. For more info, hit up Trey Styles at Thank Trey or call 757-581-5706. Oh, little homie got gun down. He was up in these streets, up in that territory, up in DC. When they took his life from me and everybody. I guess I'm just wondering what happened. Can I get some answers for this question? Guess I gotta look to the Lord and ask Him. Why won't this bank go away? All this pain
and go. What is all this? It's a song already covered all the things, but I just want to let you know, goodbye. You are rocking with, with yeah. Trey Styles on Promo Kings Radio Podcast on all major platforms.